My entitled mother demands that I have alcohol at my wedding. Even though we decided that we're going to have a dry wedding, specifically because of my mother's history with being an alcoholic. And now she's causing massive problems. And at this point, I seriously don't know what to do. Here's what happened. So my fiance and I are getting married in two weeks in our backyard. We will be having a catering spread for our reception afterwards. And we decided to have a dry wedding for two reasons. For starters, my mom is an alcoholic who is known for making a scene when she gets drunk. And my fiance has a brother who binge drinks and has had alcohol poisoning on more than one occasion. He doesn't drink all the time, but once he starts, he can't stop until he either passes out or someone physically restrains him from getting more. I also have an uncle who's my mom's brother and a stepdad who are in recovery and they don't need that kind of temptation. My fiance and I are also not big drinkers, so we decided to just avoid any problems and just have a dry wedding. Now, we will have a less dry reception and honeymoon with some of our friends later on. All of our families have been supportive. My uncle was especially grateful to us for doing this since he takes his recovery very seriously and he has been seven years sober. I sent out wedding invitations four months ago and said it would be a dry wedding and asked people not to bring alcohol. That is until my entitled mother entered the picture. Now, as you can probably guess from the title, I get the following phone call from my mom, who I also sent an invitation to four months ago. She starts off the conversation by asking me, is it true that you're not having alcohol at your wedding? I say to her, yes. My fiance and I decided we didn't want alcohol during our special time. My mom then said, that is so silly. It's going to make your wedding so boring. I responded by saying, well, I'm sorry you feel that way, but my fiance and I have made our decision. We want everybody to feel comfortable at our wedding. She then said, clearly you don't care about my comfort. What if I want to have a little drink to pass the time? So I shot back and said, oh, like you did at our other uncle's wedding where you got so drunk making a horrible scene and also calling the bride a gold digger. My mom then got defensive. She claimed that it wasn't her fault and that they made the drinks way too strong. I just responded by saying, yeah, okay. I really wish you would just address this need that you have to always have alcohol wherever you go. My mom then said, I don't need to have alcohol. I just think your wedding will be boring without it. You want a fun wedding, right? So I said to her, we will have a fun wedding. We don't need alcohol to have fun. She then said to me, this is so stupid. Why should everyone else be punished just to make it comfortable for a few people? It seems like you care more about your uncle and your stepdad than anyone else. But again, I wasn't having that for a second. I said to her, or maybe I just want to avoid any kind of scenes. And when I said that, my mom blew up on me in a way that I honestly never expected. She starts screaming, I just told you that wasn't my fault. So I said to her, just like your DUI isn't your fault? My mom then gets really offended. She says, how dare you bring up that difficult time in my life? I was going through a lot emotionally. What is wrong with you kids? You need to mind your own business. If I want to drink, that's my business. And when she said that, I decided to send it right back at her. I said to her, well, my wedding is my business. We do not want alcohol there. And that is final. Now, I can't stop you if you decide to pregame my wedding, but I've already made it clear to my uncles and my brothers that if you cause a scene, then you are going to be made to leave. At this point, my mom started crying. Why do you kids hate me so much? What did I ever do to deserve to be treated like this by my children? When she said that, I looked at her and I said, are you really ready for me to go down that list? She says to me, none of you understand. None of you will ever understand. I'm the mother of the bride. I should be treated better than this. But I said to her, I think I've treated you pretty well during this process. I've acquiesced to your boyfriend, whom I don't even know, by the way, and yet they're still coming to my wedding. I've even given in to some of your other demands. So please tell me how you've been mistreated. My mom then says, you didn't invite me to go dress shopping. The mother of the bride always goes dress shopping with her daughter. I barely 
know the fiance because you never even bring them around. How do I know that you're marrying the right person? I say to him, well, that's because my aunt made the dress. And my mom sarcastically said, well, isn't that just special? I let out a deep sigh and I said to her, as for the rest, I think you know why. We are not really close enough for you to have any say in who my significant other is. Honestly, mom, I'm done with this conversation. If you really feel that strongly about this, I'll understand if you don't want to attend my wedding. She then says to me, oh, I bet you would like that, wouldn't you? One way or another, you will respect me as your mother. I just said to her, sure, mom, I'm going to hang up now and I hope you have a good day. Honestly, I am so livid right now and I have half a mind just to uninvite her altogether. I spoke to my dad and my brother and my uncle thinks her drinking is getting really bad again and has been wanting to hold an intervention. But I told him that I'm focused on the wedding right now, but that I definitely agree that this was out of line and it's something that needs to be done. Fast forward and I sent a text message to my mom reiterating all the rules for my wedding. She says that she knows where she isn't welcome and said that she won't be attending. My dad told me not to worry about this anymore and that he'll see to it that she doesn't ruin my wedding. I then sent the following text to my mom. Mom, at this point, I'm going to officially uninvite you from my wedding. I'm not going to allow you to change your mind and I would prefer if you would not come to my wedding at all, given your poor behavior. At this point, I've decided I don't want any further contact with you unless you decide to turb your toxic behaviors and your drinking. I wish you the best. I hope you can find a way to heal, but I can't do this anymore. I'm sorry if this hurts you, but I can't handle you in my life anymore. If you try to force the issue, I'll be forced to take legal action up to and including contacting law enforcement. Please do not contact me ever again. I then went to delete her from my Facebook page, only to then find out that she had just written saying how being a mother is a thankless job and how she doesn't understand how she raised such rude and judgmental kids. She ended it by saying that she hopes her kids get over themselves someday. I'm honestly so done. This sucks, but it has been a long time coming. But this also doesn't just include me, because I guess now my grandparents and uncles have had enough. They've decided to stage an intervention next weekend. If she refuses to get help, she will no longer be welcomed at family events, and she will no longer be a part of the family. They told me not to worry about it. My sister will go, as she's the only one of her children that even has a relationship with her. But even my sister said that if she doesn't get help, she will cut her off as well. I am hoping and praying that this works, but given that she spent one year in rehab, and the second she was off probation, she chose to drink again, all in all, it just doesn't give me a lot of hope. My dad told me he's hiring the local biker gang to act as security. We live in a small town, and the nearest big city is about an hour away, so it would be really expensive to have a security company come all the way out here. But honestly, I don't have any problem with that. This is the type of gang that helps out children and animals that have been mistreated, and they do a lot of good where I live. The worst I've ever heard about them is that they doled out some rural justice to a guy that was not treating his sister nicely, and they basically ran him out of town. When my mom got her DUI, she ran into someone's house and car, and thankfully, when she tried to back out, nobody was hurt. And I guess it was the house of a relation of somebody in the gang, so they agreed to help, and my dad is paying them to be security just in case. They know my family, as one of my dad's cousins is a member, and they know my mom, as I think she dated a guy in the gang at one point, so they basically know exactly what to look out for. But you know what? I'm just not going to stress about her anymore. I have 13 days until my wedding. I'm going to focus on the final touches and just try and enjoy myself. My biological mom made her choices. Now that I've stood up for myself, I honestly feel nothing but relief. My stepmom will be there, and I see her more as my real mom, so honestly, it's fine. I've been through a lot of therapy already, so I've had to make peace with how my mother actually is. Wow, good for you for standing up for yourself. Your mother definitely has some kind of problem. Like the first thing she even talked about when she called about your wedding.
wedding was asking if there was going to be alcohol there in the first place. Like, wouldn't you want to be like, oh, wow, you're getting married. I'm so happy for you or something along those lines. But her priorities are clearly very messed up. And that is such a shame. It really makes sense as to why your family wants to have some kind of intervention, too. She really does not sound healthy. And the way she's lashing out at you and the rest of the family, it really is a cry for help. So hopefully she can find the help that she needs. But also, that doesn't excuse the way she's been acting. You really do have every right to push her aside and say to her, no, you can't be at my wedding. I mean, just look at the way she acted at other people's weddings. She got drunk. She caused a massive scene, was saying all these horrible things. Like, that is unacceptable, and seriously, it's not okay. So truly, with all things considered, this is really a good step in the right direction. And hopefully your wedding can go off without any kind of problems, and your mother can get the help that she absolutely needs. If you like Am I the Jerk, you're probably going to love Am I the Genius. Check it out, link down below in the description. Also, go to amithejerk.com slash submit if you would like to submit your own stories. I just found out that my husband has not only been cheating on me, but also has had a secret second family for almost two years with another 14-month-old child for him to deal with. And I've never felt more betrayed and I honestly don't know what to do. Here's what happened. My husband and I have been married for 10 years and have two children together and he travels often. I also want to say that about eight months ago, I discovered that I was infected with an incurable disease that is spread through quality time with other people, if you know what I mean. He blamed me for this, saying that I was the unfaithful one. Well, I was browsing Facebook in a mother's group, and in that group, it's for help with children, to ask for donations, and to share experiences and maybe some funny memes. A mother shared that she would give her husband a laxative tea so he wouldn't go to a soccer game the next day. It was all mockery and laughter in the comments of the post and telling her to update the results. Now, I'm the type of person who likes to read comments, and unfortunately, I saw a profile that had a photo of a woman with my husband. I started watching, and apparently they got married civilly. My husband created another profile, but has a different name and surname. I think that child has his false last name because she uploaded a post when she went to register the child's birth certificate and placed the full name there as if she were proud of it. I posted this in the same group anonymously, and several people gave me advice, and we deduced that possibly the other lady didn't know because of what she shared on her profile. I wrote to her and I was surprised that this lady did not know that he was married. And they've been married for two years and their baby is approaching 14 months old. Although they are not technically married as their marriage is not valid. I have now hired a lawyer. I took all the evidence and I'm now in the divorce process. Especially since when I complained, he preferred her. He even left the house to live with her. Besides, he refuses to give alimony, claiming that he has another child to support. And that if he has to give alimony to my children, he will seek the minimum payment even if he has to quit his job. How do I proceed with my life? What should I do? First and foremost, that is awful. I'm so sorry you're dealing with that. Like seriously, this guy's a piece of garbage. It's a good thing you're getting out while you can and you're choosing to move on with your life and try and get away from him. Like this guy betrayed you after 10 years of being together and you have two children together. Like seriously, that is so inappropriate. He just goes around and finds, I don't know, a second family and also has another kid with this second family? Like, seriously, that's insane and that's so inappropriate. But I think you're moving in the right direction. Like, you have a lawyer, you're starting the process of divorcing him and getting away from him, and I know if I was in your shoes, I would definitely be doing the same thing. Also, as a side note, I would be telling my lawyer that, hey, my soon-to-be ex-husband said that he's gonna quit his job just to avoid child support. And I'm sure when the court case comes around, your lawyer's gonna have a field day asking him about that. So truly, I hope this all works out for you. This is an awful situation, and truly, with all things considered, I think you'll be so much happier being
walking away from that cheating dirtbag. Am I the jerk for being honest with my daughter and explaining that I'm disappointed in her life decisions? Here's what happened. So I have two daughters. One is 23 and one is 20 years old. They are both so beautiful and smart and I really love them both. I always wanted them to be strong and independent women who can stand on their own two feet and I tried to raise them that way. They were both interested in volleyball. I always supported their interest. My younger one is still playing in a team and also studying at a good university. She is really hardworking and even if she does not succeed in playing professional volleyball, she will definitely have a very good job. My oldest daughter quit both sports and school when she got pregnant at the age of 18. When she first told us that she was pregnant, I was very upset and advised her to not keep the child if you know what I mean. Because having a child at such a young age would disrupt her life. Well, she didn't want to do that and my wife supported her decision. To be honest, I was very insistent on her getting that done at the time, but when I saw that she remained determined, I dropped the issue and supported her fully, even though I didn't want to. She got married quickly with the baby's father. Then she decided to stay at home and take care of her child and her husband started to work. I never wanted my daughter to be financially dependent on her husband, but I never voiced it either. But of course, my daughter knew that I'm bothered by this. Yesterday we were having dinner with my daughters and my wife. My wife and daughter started talking about being a mother. My wife told her that even though I didn't want her to keep the child, I still love my grandson very much. My daughter asked me if that was so, and I said, of course I love him. Now, I really do love my grandson, but my daughter knew that I was bothered by her situation, so it did not sound sincere at all. My daughter then said that I could give an honest answer. I told her that I really love my grandson, but that I was disappointed that she had become a mother at an early age. I'm upset that she left school and her job and was now dependent on a man. Now, she didn't argue with me, but the rest of the night was a bit tense. At the end of the night, she went home, and my wife started a fight over what I said. I told her that she was the one who wanted an honest answer, but my wife is sure that I'm being a jerk. My younger one agrees with me, but says I was rude to say it out loud. So am I the jerk in this situation? What should I do? Here's the reality. She kept her child because she wanted to raise her son. That's the facts that are right in front of her. She can't go back in time and change the past, and she certainly doesn't need you to be rude to her and basically put her down when she's already in a weird situation. In my opinion, if I was in your shoes, I would not have said what you just said. I don't think your comments were productive or in any way supportive of the situation. And the situation is is that she's now a stay-at-home mom, she raises her child, and that's it. Right now, she is not going to have that dream career, and yeah, it looks like a man is supporting her at the moment financially. Like, I understand why you're disappointed, but also, I think it's time for you to step up and be supportive of your daughter as she tries to make these steps forward. And I think both things can be true. You can still love someone and be there for them, but you can also still be disappointed by their choices. So honestly, if I was in your shoes, I would probably be apologizing to your daughter and being like, hey, I'm sorry for what I said, and then explain that you want to be there for her and help her out and be a good grandparent to your grandson. But that's just my opinion. What do you think? Leave a comment down below about this specific situation. How would you react if you were the parent in this situation? Leave a comment down below. We would love to hear what you have to say. At the UPS store, we know things can get busy this upcoming holiday. You can count on us to be open and ready to help with any packing and shipping or anything else you might need. Is there anything you can't do? Um, actually, I don't have a good singing voice. <clears throat> the UPS... Nope. But our certified packing experts can pack and ship just about anything. At least that's good. The UPS store. Be unstoppable. Most locations are independently owned. Product services, pricing, and hours of operation may vary. See center for details. Come in today to get your holiday goodies there on time.
An entitled and rude cashier tells me that I can't bring a cart into the liquor store. So I decide to maliciously comply and stack all the liquor that I was buying, eventually preventing him from even doing his job. And I've never felt better at getting back at anybody in my life. Here's what happened. Okay, so for some background, about a year or two ago, I did a lot of shopping at a grocery store for work. Sometimes I would need to grab items from the liquor store, which is attached to the grocery store itself. The liquor store operated as its own separate little store with its own checkout but it was still owned by the grocery store and you had to enter from inside the grocery store. When you enter the liquor store, there is a sign that you must leave your shopping cart outside. This normally makes sense as the liquor store is small and having people and carts all around would cause quite the traffic jam. So anyways, on to the situation at hand. On my list for the shopping trip, I had a full load of liquor to get for the bar at work and a holiday party. I probably needed around 15 handles of assorted booze. As I walked into the liquor store, for this shopping trip, there was no one else around except for the cashier. Knowing that I had a large amount of items to purchase, I asked if I could bring my empty cart in and park it next to the checkout spot so I could load it with all the liquor bottles I needed to purchase. I was met with a very nasty, no, don't you see the sign? Now, I tried to explain the situation and how I needed many more bottles than I could possibly carry. Plus, there were no handheld baskets around for me to try and manage. But the cashier wasn't having it and told me if I really couldn't carry everything at once, once, I could place some items on the checkout counter while I went to get more. And this is where my malicious compliance comes in. Now, I only needed about 15 bottles to cover the month's supply of booze, but I figured why not go ahead and try and stock up for the next month. I spent about 15 minutes running back and forth from the shelves to the counter, placing more and more items down, taking up the whole counter space. I mean everything. As I was doing this, a few customers came in and watched the cashier struggle to work around my items in order to scan and check out the other customers. The look on the cashier's face was glorious as he had to work around a problem he literally created himself. When I finally did check out, the cashier didn't have enough room on the checkout counter to scan and bag my items. So get this, the cashier actually said to me that I could bring my cart in to put my bottles in it just to make room on the counter. I jokingly asked if he knew that carts were prohibited in the liquor store, but he definitely did not laugh at that one. After a few seconds of awkward silence, I went and got my cart anyways, because it would have been a huge inconvenience for me to run back and forth from the counter to my cart. Now here's the thing, I genuinely understand the store's policy on this, but sometimes there needs to be exceptions to every rule. Honestly, this is the cashier's mistake. I mean, you did say to them before anything happened that yes, I'm buying a lot more than I can handle. And instead of being reasonable, this guy decided to be a complete jerk. So honestly, good for you for putting him in his place, because rude cashiers like that absolutely have it coming. My boyfriend accused me of being a gold digger, despite the fact that we're both poor and we live in a one-bedroom apartment, and I've never been more blown away by someone's delusions in my life. Here's what happened. Okay, to start things out, I live with my boyfriend and we are both very poor. We live in a box flat with a bathroom so small I can go to the bathroom, wash my hands, and have a shower all at the same time. I work two jobs to keep us afloat. I'm a bartender at a club and a hairdresser by day. He's an Uber delivery driver that works flexible hours, but I would say he only works about three hours and spends the rest of his time investing in cryptocurrency. I do not mind being the breadwinner, but that is what I am. I am the breadwinner hands down. Anytime I ask him to pick up more shifts, he says that he will and then never does. And it has caused a lot of arguments recently. Our landlord has increased our rent recently and I've asked for his financial help for our flat, but he says that he's put his money into investments so that the government can't touch it. And basically what he's trying to say is that he put his money in crypto. I have 
eventually put my foot down and told him we don't have money for investments. We need housing, gas, electricity, water, and food. He told me that all I talk about is taking his assets. He then said that I'm a gold digger. And when he said that, I was so taken aback. I had to look around the room to make sure that I heard that correctly. I then told him that I work at a club and if I wanted to be a gold digger, I wouldn't be standing in a shoebox with him huddling around a Yankee candle for warmth. That I wouldn't be spending my evenings trying to figure out how to make dinner with a packet of Kool-Aid, a tumbleweed, and a singular kidney bean that I found in the cupboards. I told him that the other men I see in the club make it rain every single day, while he can't even scrape together enough money to make it hail. He then asked me if I could go somewhere else because he needed his space, but we live in a one-bedroom apartment. I mean, where am I supposed to go? Into the kitchen sink? The more I think about it, the more angry it makes me. Even the local addict that sleeps on my apartment complex patio agrees that he's delusional. And you know that it's a dark day when you have a more reasonable conversation with a user than you do your own partner. Yeah, your boyfriend is absolutely in denial. So this guy works, what, three hours a day and then spends the rest of his time wasting his money on crypto? Here's a news flash. You're going to lose all your money. That guy's going to get absolutely nothing in return and he's going to have the rug pulled out from underneath him just like all the other crypto scams out there. Like seriously, does anyone actually invest in crypto anymore? I mean, isn't that just like a giant liability where you're basically throwing your money away and you're hoping you get something in return? But honestly, you have it right. Your boyfriend is out of his mind if he thinks you're just after his money because this guy doesn't make anything. And you said it best. You are the breadwinner of your family and this guy had better start giving his fair share. Thanks for watching. When you subscribe, make sure to hit the bell to turn on notifications so you never miss a video. To finish listening to all the stories, check out the playlist at the top of the description. And if you want some vibey music to put on in the background, check out Easy Mode. If you like Am I the Jerk, check out Am I the Genius. Everything will be linked in the description.